I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. That's right. We're back. It's your boy, Ock. And I'm Barack, the Boxing Bully. And this is another episode of the DAZN Boxing Show podcast, Fresh Off the Jet. I'm calling this edition. That's right. Even though Barack's always teasing me because it's usually a day or two after I always say that. So uh, we are going to be discussing Anthony Joshua, Jermaine Franklin, no question about it. Um, And we also, we did something called Twitter space, like some radio thing that I want to touch on with our producer, Josh, who ruined everything. So we couldn't even hear each other. Ruined everything. Everything, Nothing went smooth because of the guy spearheading the whole thing from America. Oh, it's my fault. Am I lying, Barack? (laughs) <laughs> no, you're not lying at all. I mean, it's just you've heard of the Midas touch, right? But this is called the Josh touch. Everything he touches crumbles. Wow. Like we're lucky we're holding on, you know, by a thread here over here at the Zone Boxing Show podcast. <laughs> exactly. Oh. So this was his big shot. So we did Twitter space and thousands joined, but they didn't hear us till a half hour was later. So oh, 14 people joined. Fault. What are you talking about? The internet, thousands. The, the internet issues in the UK, my fault. You know what? You're right. I'm sorry the internet wasn't super strong over in the UK. On- isn't that your job to, to vet all of that out, even from America, yes. to find out how fast is the internet? 100%. My fault you mean- that your phone's in the internet and the, and the Wi-Fi was not good. That is on So you mean to tell friend. me that the UK has weak internet, meaning the O2 Arena, one of the most famous arenas out there, has weak internet. Right. You know how you sound, Josh. You sound like somebody who's about to get fired. Barack, I'm gonna pull the I'm gonna pull the curtain here, like Josh always likes to say. Yes. All right. I'm gonna pull the curtain, and I don't do this often. If you know me, you know I don't. But the truth is, it's all my fault. <laughs> and the reason why is because I insisted that we did the the Twitter space ringside right. I know. Right on the damn about canvas. About time. About time you take some freaking. Credit for, so for the course, nonsense that happened. About time you take responsibility. You're uh, right. Of, of course, the social media team had us up where we did, uh, where Addy and I hosted the before the fights. And Barack, before might I add, who did a phenomenal job calling the fights. Oh, I didn't get a you, chance bro. to tell you, brother. Thank Superb you. Superb work. And uh, and no, but you know me. I need to be ringside for, this, for these fights. <laughs> What's yeah. funny is that when they what? came and grabbed me and said, hey, we're going downstairs, I was like, did I talk you into this? And he was like, yes. I said, I knew it. Did you ask him that? You traded? I, I promise you. I asked him that. Barack, I was like, because it, no, because in my mind, think about it. In my mind, I was like, that's a bad decision. No, but the noise, a bad but decision. the noise was the same from up there and down there. No difference. The internet, we found out later that it was an issue by the ring. The noise no. was not the same. The, what the are you talking about? The, the noise was the same. The noise was not the same. playing music, right? And the crowd. It's the, no- the same. The noise is just not the same. The reason why right, I said that is because right I went upstairs. To the ring, when you're right next to the ring, you hear everything. Barack. Everything. Barack, can we talk about the absurdity of needing to do an audio-only project next to the ring? 
No, no one sees this, you. This, what? This what? Did you this not know that before TV? That's how they used to call fights on the radio. It was but we weren't calling the fights. We were talking about other things, and we were having guests on. So doesn't matter. Why, why that was a bad decision is that you're going down next to the ring where they're fighting at. You're not going to pay attention. You oh, need to be in a back room somewhere. Focus I disagree on the with you guys. If we had the proper headset. And uh, in proper internet, we'd be able to hear each other. That has nothing to do with what I just said. That has nothing to do with what I just said now. I switched it to this. I said, you have to go somewhere where your full attention can be on the Twitter space and not watching a fight. There's no way you're going to tune out the fight if you're sitting ringside. Yeah, you, you're going to tune out the, the co-main event. Of course you're going to tune out the fight because right, it wasn't it. exciting. It wasn't exciting. Uh, conversation is over because so, you're, so, you're making stuff up. No, I'm being, up. I'm being serious. It was uh, a stoppage. Any, it was a case, stoppage and it wasn't exciting. Case, no, you know what? what? Next time guess you guys, what, guys can do, you can do the Twitter. You no, know, you know what? I, next time do the Twitter spaces. Why don't you, I'll get you in a ring walk. Do it no, as no. you're walking in the ring. Yeah, that even exactly. that sounds better. That's a good idea. I actually finally come up with a good idea. But listen, um, I just I had to be in the hallway while where I, you know, sat on a chair and nice and comfortable. Into his phone. Yeah, because it was your fault. You should. You should well, be in there. You should be I, in the hallway. I did, I, we did what we had to do. All right. So now we're doing radio. Now we, well, this is not radio, this is a podcast. And um <laughs> we we um a lot to touch on. Mr. Wait, Derek you know James. what? Uh, while we're at it, you know what? Why don't we just, you know, we'll pause the, po the this podcast. Why don't you move your microphone and go he head to a boxing gym? You just interrupted. You just interrupted Ak for that whack joke. Please. You, you, you already <laughs> walked your welcome. Please. That's enough. No, you please. know why? Because like that's enough for this podcast. Please. No, because I'm running Seriously. this Twitter space and I'm wondering why it's so noisy and why it's so choppy. Because this man literally insisted on being ringside for an audio only project. You're damn right. Look, you're damn In front skipping. of 20,000 people. And we were and, up and top. says, it's good. After he it just was said, great. If after he the... just admitted that it was his so fault. So I don't know whose job like, was it, it was to get good. that proper headset, but they failed big time because the headset didn't even connect to our phones. I had to use my Beats by Dre headsets whoa, to even do this. Here, bro. Whoa, whoa. All right. So, and shout to Nat who tried his best to make that work. Social media, um, UK guy, our guy Nat over there at the zone. So look, nevertheless, we executed, and also. Big fight, Derek James, first time training Anthony Joshua on his comeback fight after his two losses. And I like to say, he executed and we chopped it up with him. Mr. Derek James. What's up, champ? Uh, what's up, man? How y'all doing, man? Good, thank you. Good, man. It's great to see you out there. Congratulations on the win. You set out uh, to make some subtle changes in AJ, bring the best out of him. And I saw a better fighter that night, especially defensively. Um, how satisfied were you were you with what you saw from Anthony Joshua? Well, man, I was happy because he did exactly what I wanted him to do. People said they wanted to see him do this or that. That wasn't in my plan because it's like this. When getting with somebody new, you have to simplify it to where he's not thinking about it, that he can just do it naturally, right? So when people say, see the same or AJ, no, you didn't see the same or AJ. Because of the yes. movements and everything that he did to take away from, I mean, think about this. Jermaine Franklin is a tough fighter, and he's going to fight you to the end. But we never let him get in the fight. Right. Not one, right. not like, never got involved. Right. Do you feel like the criticism that he's getting about, you know, not knocking out Franklin is is 
is ridiculous since no one really knows the durability of Franklin's chin? I think that, you know, put it like this. It was a good fight. Would I want him to knock it out? Yeah, I mean, cool, because listen, I like him, but I don't ask my guys to do that because it's a whole lot of pressure. Mm. So I would rather not put a lot of pressure on them than them do what they do. But my my whole deal was to fight Franklin, get past this, and just keep working on his depth, and there's more depth and more depth and more depth. So the fight that people want to see him fight, they're going to see it eventually because after this fight, we'll get another one. Anyway, so with more time, he'll be here in like three weeks. We're getting back popping. So it's like, wow. um, it's so, like so, so, kind of so you saw, you, you as a trainer and, and, and going through that training camp with him, you saw the improvements. He executed what you want, but there's still other gears to go into. There's still other levels that you already see him getting to in the future. Oh, yeah, because I, I only touched on something simple, right? Strategy. He followed the strategy game. But so if anybody wants to talk about, Josh was talking about me because all in the game plans, all in the strategy. He just did what I asked him to do, right? Yeah. Now, and I, like I said, if he would have, I go ahead and mass the gas, you know, pick up the pace a little bit because I think Franklin was really kind of like, uh, he was so discouraged that he could easily knock him out. Mm. But, uh, you know, um, be mad at me, talk about me. Because it was all strategy, it was all game plan. And he followed it to the T, did exactly what I asked him to do. So be mad at me. What was the best moment of the fight, thinking back? Was it that lever round, that body shot, or what? I think that, I'm going to tell you like this. I saw the consistency of it all. So mm. to me, it's the whole thing. Because to, to be able to follow a strategy and something like that, and really you kind of holding yourself back as a fighter sometimes. That wow. they didn't, they he didn't, you know, he he, he did what I asked him to do, mm. you know, just keep work work on the stick and, you know, it was because there's so many, so much other things I could tell him to do, and that he was working on in the gym, but I had to say I had to dial back and say, let me uh, simplify it, okay. let me make it to where it's he doesn't have to think about it, he just does it, right? right. So people say the same oh, listen man, you never seen him take away. Every attribute of this guy, this guy's a counterpuncher. We know that, right? So mm -hmm. he didn't counterpunch him. He didn't get, he didn't, I mean, you know, and if he, and if he was able to counterpunch him, he blocked the shot or he was in a position to where he couldn't do a counterpunch at all. So right. yeah, that's what I wanted to ask you, Derek. Did you, is that something you worked on a lot? Because I noticed his defense was a lot better in terms of catching shots, right? So many left hooks that Franklin threw, right. AJ caught him. He would throw the right hand and bring it right back. Is that something that you zeroed in on right. in camp, like defense? But wait, 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 no doubt. Yeah, because I mean, you gotta. I'm watching Franklin. I said, well, he throws a lot of check cooks. So, want to make sure you keep that conscious that you're throwing the jab, you're doing everything else you're doing, but you have to be consciously conscious about the defensive aspect of it to block the shot or the beast here to be there. So it was like he did everything I asked him to do. So really. If people have like grief or whatever, come talk to me. Yeah, and then I, I you know, like that. See how, see how successful that, they are. Do you think he can get to the point where he's not only catching those shots and countering right back? That's why. That's why. Just watch. Just watch. Just watch. He did a little bit of that. He did a little bit of that. He started to do a little bit of that in the fight. He started yeah, he to counter a little bit with the right. I saw yeah. him do a couple of them. 
But like, listen, it's like this. Be patient. I, be patient. Before, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But before, I'm working with him on this. I, we talked the other day. We, right. and, and, you know, Barack and I talked. It's like, mm -hmm. I was working with him on working with him. And then you gotta, I have to self-assess myself and say, I can't train him like I train Errol, Jamel, Frank, right? right? Because he's not where they are, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. With fame and success, yeah, he's, yeah, he's, yeah. But it's not about that. It's about from the technical, educational aspect of it, he's not where they are. When, okay. when, so, so you can't even, some of the things that they do, I can't even think about it. And this is the thing about it. There's not a lot of skilled boxers in boxing, period. Right. They mimic Floyd or they mimic somebody they've seen, but from a so when they talk about what AJ's doing, who they who they compare them to? Right. <laughs> well, that's right? a good point, especially in the heavyweight division. Yeah, you're right. And then listen, and listen, I'm saying as, as the whole of boxing, if any most of the good fighters who are good now mimic Floyd. That's do, a good like, point. Do, to the T. So is it really them or is it something that they've seen? And what happens is when what you imitate, you didn't get enough depth from what, what you saw to imitate. You know what yeah, I'm saying? In, so, in other words, Floyd Floyd developed himself into that, right? So he 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 right, hit yeah, every yeah. aspect of the of the right. art. And these but, dudes just trying to see what they see on the surface. They're trying to emulate that. Right, right, right. So and really and in the heavyweight, yeah, Tyson Fury's a good boxer, man. I seen him fight. I've seen him box, uh, box uh, Wilder. I mean, because that's the only fight I really seen him fight was Deontay Wilder. Mm -hmm. But um, and yeah, I saw him fighting three times, and uh, he's a good fighter. Yeah. So I mean, I'm not saying you know nobody's he's a good fighter. I mean, you know, um, everybody's madly in love with everybody right now. So I mean, you know, <laughs> you know I hear they, you. They, they think he popping, he popping. I like him. I think he's a good fighter. Yeah, I think so as well. So I know you don't make any decisions on your fighters' opponents, but I think Eddie Hearn and a couple other people were saying that probably Dillian White would be next. Do you think that's the good progression for Anthony Joshua? I mean, I I, I think uh, it could be. I mean, I don't I don't I don't know because like I said, I'm, I don't you know I'm not in a part of it, but you know. We'll see, because it could be, it could be him, or it could be, uh, you know, it could be somebody else. I don't know. Now, I just now, think that now Deontay Wilder is synonymous with Anthony Joshua, and we know technically he himself has his deficiencies, right? Um, how how does that match up for you as a trainer? Like, do you like that matchup for AJ? Well, you know, I guess. I, it's not my deal. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't, I don't want to get my. You can't get, I, I, you I can't get about, that out of him. <laughs> No, I just want to know from just a, a trainer standpoint. I think Deontay Wilder is a good fighter. Man. I think that, and I think now he's going through his developmental process also with, his, with, yeah. with Malik Scott is developing his skill set, whatever. So yeah. it's like, um, you know, it's, I, I think the same, man, just keep pushing on. I mean, you know, I think that they're both in similar situations. You see what I'm saying? Right. You know, right. um, that's true. Time can give more depth. So I mean, uh, see, you can everybody can punch in the heavyweight division. Everybody can punch. Right. 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 It's not even about that. It's about what can you do outside of that. You know what I'm saying? And that's really yeah. what it is. So, so yeah, that's cool though. Yeah, we okay. well, we know that AJ loves Texas because I hear him saying, "Look, I, um, he he made a statement 
Barack, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong. He said, man, it's dead in the UK. I'm ready to go back to Texas. Yeah, he did. <laughs> what is it about Texas, Derek? Well, you know, gotta, gotta... <laughs> it's the teaching. It's the teaching. It's the barbecue. <laughs> it's, it's probably what it, no, I know. I don't think he, I don't know if he eats that or not, but no, it's really about just working and um, mm -hmm. I think the atmosphere, man, you know what I'm saying? The atmosphere and the ability to just be himself and not really kind of be caged in. Because I mean, right. it's like me a hostage to your own celebrity. Right. Mm, wow. You know, right. You said something to me uh, the other day in London. I, I thought was brilliant. You said that the the bulk of the training, the bulk of the learning, rather, happens in between fights, not when you're specifically right. training for someone. So are you excited right. about him coming back in three weeks so that you could just Without work on whatever you need to work on? That's right. Without a doubt, I can't wait because it's like this is when you if you think about this. We he came. I had ten weeks to work with him, right? So two of the first two weeks was for him to be able to get on my reaction time, my speed, my timing. Cause I move fast, I'm moving around, I'm bouncing around, I'm doing all this stuff. For him to be able to get to that. The last two eight weeks was all about Jermaine Franklin. So now we have time in between so I can work with him, develop on the skill set, and kind of just like do a mini camp. So by the time we're doing the mini camp, by the time training camp starts, he's already in shape. So we're just focusing 100% on the, the opponent. opponent. Put it like this. They just, they just asked, like, where I like before this call, I say 20 minutes before the call, they asked me about coming back. Yeah. Oh, wow. they asked you. Wow. So wow. they already they, yeah, they they're happy like, with everything. Come with yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they, as they should was, be. As they should be, because honestly, and I mean that not because, you know what I'm saying, we're cool, but I, I, I saw a way better skilled AJ uh, on Saturday night. Now, can we squeeze anything out of you about Errol Spence and, and what's next for him? I don't know anything. I've been gone. I mean, I, I listen. Yeah. Hey, man, listen. I've been so consumed with AJ and the whole UK thing. And yeah. to be honest, listen, I, I haven't talked to his people. I haven't talked to him, so I don't know right. anything. I really do don't. You know, do you know if Errol and, you know, Jamel and those guys, your camp, were, were they behind you rooting, watching the fight? I'm assuming so. Oh, yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they, they are. Yeah, man, they, they, man, listen, man. It's all love because they want they want to see me win. Like they really right, want to see me win. That's, That's right. the good thing about it. Like we all we all I'm there to help them win, but they all want to see me win with the other guys also. Right. How did the UK treat you? It was good, man. It was good, man. I mean, even even leaving the day, the airport, like a whole lot of love. So a lot of little yeah. young fighters in the airport. Um, it was right. cool, man. It was dope. You know. Um, now listen, the people on the internet. They really, they really was like, they really kind of. I really, I'm gonna stop doing it. I'm, 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 I'm doing y'all interviews, but I'm gonna stop doing interviews with everybody else. Yeah, I hear like, you, no, brother. Yeah, don't, don't it's gonna have to be some, some like you know, some PVC stuff. They say we need to do this or. If Eddie disowned me, yeah, I got you. No, but other than that, I know it's not. I ain't doing it because well, we, it's we like, appreciate really, you, bro. <laughs> I hear you, brother. Thank really, you, you. really can't, you really can't, like, you know. I mean, I just, it's just, but we could, we good, man. I don't worry about this, but I'm just saying as a whole, like, yeah, man. Nah, I'm, nah, I'm, well, well, look, look, it's too crazy. We can't yeah, wait to, to see the next time out, man. I'm pretty sure it's going to be better. Congrats again on a big win. Um, and uh, we'll talk to appreciate you soon, brother. Take it easy. Thanks, no doubt, man. Thanks, man. No, See y'all in Vegas. You, That's right. See you in Vegas, brother. Man, I'm excited.
to see what's next with AJ. I trust Derek James Barack, and I think he'll be even better the next time out. That's my take. I I agree. I agree. Um, we already saw a change in the defense, yep. and we saw him not get flustered when punches came on the inside. Man, I, I just can't wait to see what we want to see different next. No, no doubt. Listen, there's a guy that I can't wait to see in the ring again, Mr. David Benavidez, the Mexican monster. But first, we got to take a little break. And guess what we're going to have on the other side? Mr. Benavidez. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What's up, champ? I felt good, man. Um, you know, I just want to tell you guys, thank you guys for inviting me again. And, you know, it was, uh, it was a hell of a night, you know, to, um, last week or last weekend. So you know, I'm just very happy with the way we performed. Look, for the th thanks for joining us, yes, bro. Sir. Like, I wasn't, uh, I didn't make the interview before the fight. Um, the fight was phenomenal. First off, I, I introduced you as a Mexican monster, right? Was that Mike Tyson that gave you that name or were you calling yeah. yourself before that? No, um, the only reason I, I took that name is because Mike Tyson, you know, especially when a legend <laughs> he gives you a name, I think it's, it's, yeah. it's smart for you to stay with the name that a legend gave you, especially right. someone like Mike Tyson, you know, so right, um, right. and then the people responded really well with this, so I just, I just stayed with it. That makes sense. No Look, doubt. First off, I want to congratulate you, Barack, I'm sorry, um, no. on, on a phenomenal performance. Uh, Caleb had his moments throughout the fight, and like you stood the course and fought your fight. So I, I, I described it as a fight where both of you fought your fight, but yours was superior. Um, how much, what, what's the level of respect you have for Caleb now in hindsight after watching it again the next week and, and a couple of weeks passing? You know, um, I, have a, I have a lot of respect for Caleb Plant. You know, we went in there, we set our beef like men. You know, we gave the fans a you know, great fight. Um, he was tough. You know, I knew he wasn't gonna have too much punching power. Honestly, I thought he was gonna be a little bit uh, faster. So if you kind of in the first six rounds, you guys kind of see me a little hesitant. You know, as my first big fight, first pay-per-view, I wasn't really trying to make any mistakes. But yeah. after, after I really started getting my engine going, like I think I I kept I was catching him with some body shots in like the fourth round. And I caught him with the right hook to the body. And I think that just changed the tra trajectory of the fight. But like I said, this is a 12-round fight. These are championship fights. You know, you don't right. win the first, you don't win round, you don't win the you don't win the fight with, with six rounds. You have to, it's a 12-round fight. Yeah. So, you know, I just knew me, my power. I knew like when I get my, when my engine starts going, you know, I start to flow a little bit better and that's exactly what happened. Right. Okay. So once your name was announced as the winner, did you feel that animosity and that anger go away completely or did it take a couple of minutes? No, I honestly, I felt to go away right after the bell. Um, when we, oh, when, wow. you know, I kind of went around the ring and then he extended his hand and, you know, we yeah. shook hands up. You know, I, we left everything out in the ring. You know, it's it's no reason to, to drag it more than that. You know, mm -hmm. um, 
we did exactly what we said we we're going to do. We gave up, you know, I, I said I was going to beat his ass. I did, you know, that's exactly what I did. But after that, you know, there's, I don't, I don't hold no beef towards nobody. So I'm just yeah, happy that I, the way that it ended. And right. you know what, as a fight fan and just somebody that loves and respects the sport so much, um, that, that was, a that was great to see, man, because outside of, the tension that you have with him, I've always saw you as a respectful athlete and, and you know, but you, you were angry. Always. A nice so, guy. Yeah. yeah, a nice guy. So for you to let that out and, and embrace, to me, I applaud you for that. I mean, I I want to know what's next. And I know people are talking about Canelo. You've always been a guy to say, hey, if he's busy doing this and doing that, I'm okay with fighting the next guy, the next guy. We know he wants to rematch with Bavo. He wants to end that loss. If he gets past John Ryder. So there's a whole year that's, He's tied up. So what else is going to satisfy your palate? So um, what I've been hearing right now, you know, obviously the, the one fight that everybody wants is Canelo. You know, I think I earned it. But I, if he wants to go with Bivol, then I think that what's going to happen is that maybe because I've been, you know, the mandatory for the past three fights for the WBC belt. I think maybe he'll get stripped of that. And I was hearing some talks that he might get stripped of the WBA belt, too, if he doesn't accept the fight with me. So I think what comes after this, if he doesn't get in the ring, I think it, it might be me versus David Morrell or me yep. versus Carlo for the for the WBC and the WBA belt. So, in, you know, even if you take Canelo out the equation, that's still huge fights for me. This is still my dream that I'm chasing after. The WBA belt is a belt that I've never had. You know, I want to get the WBC back again. So I'll be a uh, three-time world champion plus another belt. So I'll be four-time world champion. And you know, that's that's really all I'm in it for. I'm looking for these belts. So if we don't get the fight with Canelo, then we might get a fight with Charlo or David Morrell for two more belts. So, I okay. mean, um, there's good things on the way. Do you so feel like Charlo to... will take that fight? Uh, Jamal uh, Jamal Charlo, if it's presented, do you think he would take accept it? I think it would be in his best uh, his best interest to take the fight because, you know, obviously we did, you know, we did, um we gave a huge fight, me and Caleb Plant. So, I mean, this me and Charlo would kind of be the same. But it'd be a different fight because it'd be two power punches going at it. And I think that fight would be even more entertaining than me versus Caleb Plant. So, I mean, I would say, you know, if he's really a, a man about boxing, and really cares about his fans, you take this fight. And if he doesn't, then um, we go with Morrell. All right. Well, just, just according to your eye test, looking at both fighters' style, Morrell and Jamal Chala, who do you think is the better fighter? Um... I think the better fighter, to be honest with you, might be David Morrell because he's more of a, a natural super middleweight. Mm -hmm. um, I think the one that has a little bit more experience is Jamel or is Charlo, you know. But they're mm -hmm. both good, you know. They're both really good. I'm right now. I'm I'm actually about to head back to the gym right now after you guys are done uh, with this interview. <laughs> it's just something about these types of magnitude of fights is it, it just took me to a different level of motivation. Yeah. You know, after yeah. I, I had a whole week off after I fought Caleb Plant, and honestly, the whole thing, the whole week, I was just thinking about boxing, thinking about boxing. <laughs> wow! I'm just excited, you know, to um to keep proving the doubters wrong, you know, keep working on my craft and keep I getting. I don't think better. too many people are doubting you, David. <laughs> I don't think ain't too many of those left. <laughs> yeah, you gotta no, I mean, look but, really far to find them. <laughs> you yeah, but you know, like deep. I said. At the end of the day, I still want to do what the people said I can't do. If people right, say I can't right. be Canelo, then, you know, that's really yeah. what I want to train for and get prepared for. You know, um, even if the fight happens in September, I got like six, seven months to get ready for that. So that's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm just, yeah. I, I know where I'm going right now. I'm focused and I just want to get better and continue winning. You know Beautiful. what's so impressive to me? Uh, you mentioned David Morrell, and he's a guy that is not a big name and is such a big threat. And there's so many guys that don't want to fight him. He's a big guy. I mean, I shook his hands once. His hands is like massive. He can punch. And you're like, I want him or Charlo. Like, you have no fear, uh, you know, 
for anybody in the sport. So that that's impressive to me. What do you what do you think about him as a fighter? You know, excluding Charlo, just him, his whole journey. You know, Cuban style. Like, uh, I mean, do you like his fighting style? Yeah, definitely. He's a great fighter. You know, I have nothing to take away from him. He's a, you know he's a really good fighter, really dangerous fighter. He has a Cuban school of boxing. But as of me, as a fighter, as a competitor, I want to challenge myself against these great fighters. You know, to pe for people, you know, since I got this first pay-per-view fight, you know, I, I want, really want to be a pay-per-view star in the future. So for that to happen, I got to I got to take these tough fights. You know, um, I got to take these tough fights and I got to really show the people that I am the best. You know, I don't think you just become a pay-per-view star just by getting big fights. You have to look impressive and, you know, really sh give the people what they want to see. And that's a great fight. As you guys could see, I gave Caleb Plant a great fight, you know, um, I didn't really take too much damage in there, but I still didn't have to deep. Uh, I didn't have to dig deep enough, you know, not deep enough, but there's, there's like another, once you another get another, level, part, another gear. yeah, there's another level. I know I can still dig deeper. You know what I mean? And wow. I was really in trouble in that fight at all, but you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's going to happen one day or another. You're going to get put in these situations where you're really going to have to dig deep. And yes. I know the best will come out of me. So I, I'm just waiting for that moment to happen. And I know I'm going to shine. When right. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned pay-per-view because, you know, you're officially a pay-per-view fighter. You know, yesterday's price is not today's price, but you said you want to be a pay-per-view star, so you don't feel like a pay-per-view star yet. No, I mean, I, I, I got to be realistic, too. You know, I feel like mm -hmm. you can't, just with one fire, can't say, oh, I'm already here, I'm pay-per-view star, I call the shots. Right. Well, yeah. me, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not dumb like that. You know, I, I really see it. <laughs> it is, I got to put in the work and I got to show the people that, you know, with me, you guys get great fights all the time. You know, it doesn't matter if I fight David Morrell, Charlo, whatever. I want the, the I want the people to see that we got to buy this guy's fight because it's going to be a great fight, like how when he fought Caleb Plant, and that's yeah. that's exactly what I'm going to do. You know, me and Ak always talks about uh, who you should fight next, and we say one of the fights that you named is a bigger pay per view fight. Which one do you think is a bigger pay per view fight, Morrell or Jamal? I think Jamal, he's a he's a bigger one just because we already have past history. It's basically like me and Caleb Plant. There's already mm -hmm. so much years of, you know, build up and shit talking that'll make the fight interesting. And, you know, Charlo, he's very vocal. And like how I showed you guys, I'm not going to let nobody talk to me in a way that I don't like. So I'm going to be very vocal, too. I'm a, But I'm just defending myself at the end of the day. Yeah. David, there are rumors out there that, that you had very much a lot of success against Bavo in sparring. Right, people uh, I've heard, I won't say who, but he's a guy that obviously showed the world that he's an elite fighter with what he did against Canelo. There are rumors that he might want to challenge Canelo for his titles at 168 in the rematch. If And then Canelo's saying, oh, I want it at the same weight class. But uh, is he a guy that if he does go down on 168, uh, would you like to square off against him? Oh, yeah, definitely. And especially if he takes all the belts from Canelo. Like I said, I, I let... I let you know, my heart, um, the belts lead me, you know, I mean, that's the way I'm going, you know, I really don't care about money. I've always thought that if you do your job right, the money comes on its own. But at the end of the day, what we're looking for, is we're, we're looking for glory. You know, I, by the time I'm finished, I want to be multiple champion and multiple weight classes. You know, well, speaking my, of that, would you go up to 175 to fight Bavo? Yeah, I, I do. I want to go up to 175 soon. I think I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just staying around for two or three more fights and then we're going to go up to 175. Um, if we can make the fight happen with Charlo, Canelo, and then David Morrell, I mean, that's really the only thing I want from this weight class, and then I go up. You know, I remember when they used to say, bring up your name with Edgar Belanger. You were saying, you know, he's too young in the game. But there's another guy who's semi-young in the game, and that's Diego Pacheco. Do you think if those two guys fought right now, um, Diego would be able to win? Honestly, I think Diego knocks him out. 
I think Diego knocks him out because um, I've been working with Diego for a long, long time, especially now he's getting older. I think he just turned 21 or 22. He's still such a young guy, man. I still, you know, it still uh, shocks me how young he is, but I see him. Um, he's working extremely hard, you know, and he lost a lot of rounds in there with me. You know, he was my main sparring partner when I was sparring uh, for Caleb or working for Caleb Plant. So, I mean, Wow. He's a tough guy. So I, I definitely do think, and he's learning a lot. So I do think he, he knocks Berlinga out. And he speaks highly of you. You know, every time he's on the show, he's always, you know, bragging about work with you and your family in the gym. You were, you were one of those young guys, right? So how does it feel like not, you're kind of a mentor to him and, and, and pass it, paying it forward. What, what does that mean to you to be able to, to, to give advice to a young fighter like that? Yeah. So it definitely means a lot to me to give back to my peers and, and uh, my teammates like that. Sometimes it's not all about money. Sometimes it's about, you know, leading the direction. You know, I made a lot of mistakes and, you know, I tell these guys too, you know, you guys got to be careful with the stuff you do, you know, because at the end of the day, everybody's watching you. So I, I, I try to play that big brother, uh, big brother part, you know, and then just lead these guys in the right direction. You know, sometimes if they're messing up, they're not training. I tell them, hey, bro, you, you guys got to get your shit together. You guys got to train because if you're not training hard, somebody else that's in your same spot will try to take your spot. So I try, I try to do that. But um, and, and that's a blessing to young fighters like somebody that may has made mistakes, and you're trying to prevent them from making the mistakes you made. So man, that's a blessing to have a, a you know a fighter like yourself in the gym. Let's just say Canelo fights Bivol in the rematch at 168, and Bivol wins again. And would you still want to fight Canelo? at all or would you just go straight for Bivol but let's say you fight Bivol would you still want to fight Canelo I mean yeah I mean um if if Canelo wins or loses I mean I feel like Canelo's still going to be a big draw not only not only because of the money be, because he's a legend you know I feel like the people that share the ring with him at the end of the day are grateful because there's fighters like that you'll fighters from certain era that you're always going to remember you know Mike Tyson Floyd Mayweather Canelo so to for you to like, you know, really try to challenge yourself and be at the top of your game, you have to face somebody like that. And that's definitely where I want to be. You know, I, I want to be um, like how he was for his generation. I want to be the same fighter as my generation. You know, I want to be a top fighter. And I think that's not going to happen in, unless I, I uh, challenge or, you know, uh, showcase my skills against Canelo Alvarez and see so which I'm one would which one would be more tempting for you. If if Bivol was to win at 168, you say you go for the belts right now with Bivol or go straight to Canelo if you were offered both. Um, to be honest, I mean, I would go for the belts against Bivol and then, okay. you know, I, and I believe in my skills. And then after I beat Bivol, you know, the fight with me and Canelo be that much bigger. Okay. In my opinion. Cool. Yeah. You know, uh, Deontay Wilder recently made some statements about you and Canelo saying that, uh, he's way too small for you. There's no way he can beat you. Um, do you think that if people say, start saying that a little too much, if you do fight Canelo and win, you won't get the credit you deserve because he's really not a hundred. He's not a big hundred and sixty-eight pounder. I I don't know. I mean, it, it's just funny the way the narrative changes. Before I fought <laughs> Caleb, Plant, I did what Caleb what I did at Caleb Plant. Everybody's like, oh, he's too flat-footed. You know, he can't cut off the ring this and that. Right. And now I do what I did at Caleb Plant. You know, everybody's like, oh, maybe Canelo be too small, but but. I try not to listen to none of that. You know, I try not to listen. I just try to do my job. You know, I just try to train, prepare. And then when I we get in there, we'll see. You know, we're never really going to know what happens until we both get in there and face off. Right. I'm, I'm one of those people who said years ago, Canelo's too small for 168 pounders. And he proved me wrong. So if you were to beat Canelo, you, you deserve your props. No doubt. No yeah. question about that. Now, listen, um, pound for pound, the pound for pound list is subjective, right? 
um, you, your name is mentioned so much, but when people are creating pound for pound lists, they haven't put you in that top 10 yet. Do you feel like with the Caleb plant win, you deserve to be in the top 10 pound for pound fighters, or is that something that isn't important to you? Um, no, to be honest with you, I think after this, after if, if I fight David Morello, Charlo, and I win two more belts, I think that's when I, you know, I, I res I'm, I'm a man about, you know, rankings. I respect all that stuff a lot. Uh, I feel like if you take all that out the equation, you know, there's no really no way that you could like um you could uh measure judge. the mm -hmm. yeah, judge it. Yeah. So I mean mm -hmm. after right now, after with the fight with Caleb with the one with Caleb plan, I don't think so. But after a fight with like Morel or Charlo, and when I win two more belts, and yeah, exactly. I think you are the most you know, truthful fighter of ever. all time, bro. And you know what? Like I would say that even one win, you know, one with either of those guys, I don't think you have to yeah. win two more fights. I think one right. other big win, you deserve to be in no, the top I, 10. I, 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 meant, I meant like either if I fight Jamal Charlo or okay. David Merrill, or close yeah. the belt, and, and no then they're out That's another belt, like, yeah. At the end of the day, bro, like, I, I try not to feed into like a lot of this shit. Like, um, I just try to be real to myself, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And be real to like uh, all the great fighters in front of me, you know? um. Everybody has to earn their shot and earn their, earn their spot like everybody else. So I mean, that's what I'm trying to do right now. Right. Well, there's a guy out there who people say a lot that was avoided. He's getting older. He hasn't had that marquee fight yet. That's Demetrius Andre. Are you interested in a fight with him at all? Yeah, I definitely am interested in a fight. Um, but what, I, what I've been noticing with these guys, you know me, I'm a big 168 pounder. I feel like especially now after fighting Caleb Plant, these guys, they really don't have nothing for me to like keep me off of them. And I think if I fight Demetrius Andre, it would be the same thing as I did to Caleb Plant. They can move around really good for the first couple rounds. But mm -hmm. the thing about me, bro, my, my, my training camps are crazy. I'd be in there four months. I'd actually be sparring 20 rounds. Like, this is no <laughs> shit. This is really what I do. So I'm not going to get tired. Like, I, I, I pride myself on that. I'm not going to get tired. As you guys seen, um, yeah. after the sixth round, the fight just picked up. And I, yeah. I remember yeah. watching the fight. Six like, rounds. damn, I was really, I was really beating the shit out of them for the whole round for every single round after the sixth round and it's just amazing to see that but like at the end of the day i put in the work and i know i could do this and especially if i i keep motivated how i am now then i'm nobody's gonna be able to stop me were you surprised that you didn't stop caleb yeah i i i'm not surprised i'm just um to be honest i've been looking at the fire i'm a little disappointed the only reason i didn't stop him is because of stuff on my end but not having my feet you know my feet um I should, I, I need to work on a little bit more foot movement. That's, that's okay. all it is. That's all okay. it is. Because, and then too, what was fucking it up was the referee too. Um, he kept warning me for Caleb plan hugging and all this type of shit. So, I mean, it's just, uh, I just need to work on my foot movement a little bit. And that's really what's going to be the key, but that's exactly what we're going to work. And um, that's why I wanted to start working in the gym now. As, as soon as I correct that, you know, I'll be able to get stoppages more uh, easier. Okay. No question about it. You're the, one of the most exciting box fighters in the sport, man. <laughs> I can't wait to see you in the ring against anybody, bro. Congrats again, brother. Thanks. Yeah, thank you, man. Appreciate no, you guys. Absolutely, man. All right, Barack, I think we've done enough for this podcast. Don't don't let our producer back in here, please. Whatever you do, shut no. his mic off. Yes, right? yes. For the rest of eternity. Yeah, for that would make me that would make me so happy. Wait, but, I just uh, got one question. One oh, question. God. God. No, I whatever. To shut his mic no, I don't. Uh, yeah, no, I don't care. Ah, we're gonna be in the same place this weekend. Am I getting my meal? When I get paid from the zone, you'll get your meal. So put some pressure on the invoice what, people. What you get paid from the zone cannot afford the meal. I'm sure <laughs> <not> you know. <laughs>
Josh, you'll get your meal in 2023. I promise you. Look, we're out of here, man. Peace and love. Stay safe. Catch you next week. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.